Welcome back to Well, That's Interesting, the I Can't Even Imagine edition. Oh my God. <laughs> I. Yeah. I can't even imagine what this is going to be about. Um, I need that on a t shirt. I feel like that's just been like my phrase this year. The past two years. Past two years. <laughs> I can't even. It's I can't even. A, I can't even imagine these past two years. That's how crazy they've been. Uh, today's in betweeny zero fifty three. Some people sweat blood, and other folks are allergic to water. Why? Yeah. What are we doing, yeah. you guys? I know. Sweating blood. Yeah. No. <laughs> yes. I. Yeah. I can't handle that. I can. I don't know. Whenever I see my own blood, I just pass out. I yes. just instantly. Yes. <laughs> and I'm, I yeah. I I don't see it very often. I'm terrible. Yeah. I getting blood drawn, I just nope, I'm gone. I'm like, but I sweat a lot. Yeah. It's a lot of ruined t-shirts. Yeah. And I also really need water. This is this is a lot. I'm going to need you to tell me everything. I will. Uh, I'm Jill Chacha, and I am with the very sweaty Marissa Riley. That's me. <laughs> I'm not sweating blood yet. Uh, yeah, uh, if this is your first time listening, welcome to the flock. Welcome. <laughs> uh, Dr. Riley here comes in cold and learns everything in real time, just like you. It's so. true. It's true. I had no idea what we were going to talk about, and that's why... I'm so stressed. <laughs> That's why she's so horrified. Yep, horrified, <laughs> but fascinated. Horrified and fat. That's like the goal, horrified and fascinated. I think that's the point of our show. Yeah. We're like, we want you to be stressed, but to ask for more. Mm-hmm. We're like hot sauce. Yes. We, it burns, but you love it. That's right. It's a good burn. Going in and going out. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. my. Um. I guess we should begin. Yes, it's time. <laughs> All right, and to do so, we need to return to the magical land of Italy. Oh. Uh, we were just there for a birth of biblical proportions, uh, the virgin birth of a smoothhound shark. Oh, uh, that's right. That? That's right. Not only just a week ago. Just a week ago. If you haven't had a listen to last week's In Betweeny, please do. Uh, we talked about female sharks taking matters into their own fins uh, through the biological process parthenogenesis. Truly amazing. They don't need anyone except for themselves. It's inspiring. That's right. Sisters are doing it for themselves. That's yes. Right. <laughs> That's right. Uh, today we have an equally exceptional, air quotes, biblical case. Uh, we should begin. Yes. Let's, let's talk about it. Let's do it. Back in 2017, a healthy 21-year-old woman admitted herself to one of Florence's general hospitals oh. with what CBC News called one of the most bizarre medical cases a team of Italian doctors had ever seen. Uh, there, she told the medical staff for the past three years, she'd been experiencing episodes of bleeding from her palms and face despite no obvious injuries. Let's just pause yeah. for one <laughs> second. I was reading very fast. Yeah. I, let's just pause on bleeding from your palms from for three years. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm also scared of going to the doctor. It's so stressful. Yeah. I don't, but waiting three years yeah. to address this, that's so scary. Oh, maybe she was busy. I don't know. <laughs> maybe she was busy. Maybe she didn't sweat a lot, so it was like a rare thing. But that just goes to show how 
terrified of the doctor we all are. Yeah. That someone waited three years to address uh, uh, blood bleeding from her palms and face. And face. For no reason. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I get it. I get it. There, I totally get it. There have been some like things, weird things that happened to my body, but I'm like, it doesn't hurt. That's all right. I can wait. I can I'll, wait. Give it, I'll give it one more week. I'll See give it happens. one more week. And then four years later, I'm like, this this mole is still here. I <laughs> Maybe I should do something. Right. Probably not. So it was time for her. Uh, in the meantime, during those three years, she would wake up with her pillow covered Or when she was out and about, just doing some physical activity, it would begin. There it was, running down her face, not beads of sweat, but streaks of blood. Now, Dr. Marissa, I have a photo of our patient uh, in the midst of one of these episodes, and it's a bit fucking unsettling. Oh my god, okay. you're a professional. Yes, (laughs) I am a doctor. I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought you'd like to see it, uh, so please describe what you see. Uh, and of course, every photo we talk about will be on our social media. So please, please just come on by and play along and watch the horror. Uh, this photo was provided by the two doctors who worked on this case. And I pulled this photo from their report, which was published in the October 2017 issue of CMAJ. Uh, the doctors are Roberto Maghili okay. and Marzia Caproni. Oh, Ooh. I'm loving these I nailed names. It. They sound like cocktails. <laughs> I'll take Especially, a Caproni, I'll please. I'll take a Caproni. Yeah. I'll take a couple. Uh, so let me scroll down. Dr. Marissa, please, what do you see? Oh, my God. All right. So this does look like a poster for Carrie. Um, I'm just going <laughs> to yeah. say that right now. It's a woman she is glistening from what looks like sweat and blood. It's yeah. just kind of streaked all over her face, mm-hmm. uh, on her eyebrows, on her nose, on her cheeks. And it's just kind of this watery blood. Yeah. Th- that there's no way around it. It's just dripped down her face. Yeah. And it, it's alarming. It is alarming. Yeah. It looks like, it, it just looks terrible. It looks like she was in a goddamn accident. Yeah, but yeah. without a source. Usually you would see this kind of thing with a cut. Yeah. Um, but there's no cut. No cut, no bruising. It's just right on her face. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's disturbing as fuck. Now, this photo is intense, but genuinely reflects her situation. The patient noted, along with physical activity, when she's under a lot of emotional stress, this is what basically happens. <sighs> she no. starts sweating blood, and these episodes can last from one to five minutes. Um, as you can imagine, the possibility that this shit could occur while running errands or hanging out with your friends, that would take a huge toll on you mentally. Can you imagine being on a date and yeah. you start sweating blood and That's you're right. like, yeah, I'm sorry, this is a thing I do yeah. when I'm nervous. Love I me. just sweat blood. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, how many siblings do you have? <laughs> do you like traveling? Yeah. yeah. Where right. have you been? Prague? Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, yeah. Dr. Marissa, would you be so kind as to tell us her experience over the last three years, as noted in CMAJ, uh, the study called A Case of Blood Sweating. Absolutely. All right. Quote, our patient has become socially isolated owing to embarrassment over the bleeding. And she reported symptoms of consist, uh, symptoms consistent with major depressive disorder and panic disorder. End quote. Yeah. Of course yeah. she's experiencing that. That is so awful. Yeah. That's terrible. Oh. 
Poor thing. Beyond terrible, yeah. I am happy to report doctors acknowledged her mental health and treated it with prescriptions. Wonderful. Uh, they even threw in some propranolol. I think I'm saying that right. Pro, it's actually propanolol. Pro, propanolol. Propranolol. Um, I was diagnosed with it once. Or not diagnosed with it. I was um, prescribed it once. Uh-huh. I wasn't a fan, though. I tried yeah. it once, and it just made me kind of tired. Ah. So. Yeah, it does control your heart and blood pressure. So um, it's to basically help with the physical effects of anxiety. So yeah. it made you tired? It made me tired. Yeah. I didn't feel very much of it. Um, yeah. it. My doctor told me to take it before, like, big social situations yeah. because of my social anxiety. And I just didn't like it. Okay. I didn't like the way it felt. Okay. I just felt a little depleted. Oh. Well, unfortunately, this is the only thing they could give her. But I think it yeah. is for some people. For some people, it's not. Yeah. And I, I'm so happy it's helping her. Right. Uh, although it did slow the amount of bleeding for her, uh, the bleeding, however, persisted. Oh, so it. there was some improvement, but not 100%. Mm. Uh, what followed was a long slew of tests, like a blood count and coagulation study. Oh, God, but, that's right. Yeah, but her blood clotted normally and her levels were just fine. Uh, they even performed a histologic analysis of the tissue on her face and palms. Um, but don't worry, I got you. I looked up histologic. Okay. Um, yeah. (laughs) It's basically, um, a microscopic anatomy of biological tissue. Oh. So they were looking at her skin, like on a fucking microscopic cellular level to like look for defects and you guessed it. They found nothing wrong. Of course they, of course (laughs) they found nothing wrong. Yeah, of course. So with so much ruled out and the patient basically a healthy 21 year old, otherwise the doctors conceded she must be one of the rare cases of a condition Known as hematohydrosis. Oh, that sounds yeah really big. Yeah, it does. Like a big deal. Uh, Dr. Marissa, I ask you, would you please tell us what in the holy hell is hematohydrosis and what could possibly be a cause? And just a heads up, everybody, this is a little graphic because we are talking about bleeding through the face and palms. So just a trigger warning. <laughs> fair. Totally yeah. Fair. All right, according to the U.S. National Library of Medicine and the National Institute of Health, hematohydrosis, nailed it, is a condition in which capillary blood vessels uh, that feed the sweat glands rupture, causing them to exude blood. It occurs under conditions of extreme physical or emotional stress. Acute fear and intense mental contemplation are the most frequent causes as reported in six cases in a previous study. As anxiety increases, blood vessels will dilate to the point of rupture. Holy shit. The blood goes into sweat glands, which along with sweat, rises to the surface, presenting as droplets of blood mixed with sweat. Oh my God. Yep. Severe mental anxiety activates the, symp- the sympathetic nervous system to invoke a stress fight reaction to such a degree as to cause hemorrhage of the vessels supplying the sweat glands into ducts of the sweat glands. So basically, when she's yeah. stressed, it sounds like, um, yeah. just to recap, it, it sounds like these blood vessels dilate and rupture. Yeah. And then that blood goes into her sweat glands, comes out with her sweat. Yeah. 
exactly. and makes her more stressed. It's it is right. it's a terrible cycle. A terrible cycle. It's a cocktail of blood and sweat, and it's a Bl- blood, it's a, sweat, and stress. That's right. It's a caproni, like the doctors. There you go. That's, that's the cocktail. That's what it is. We figured <laughs> it, is. it out. So, uh, good news. There could be other reasons for sweating other than a stressful day. Uh, sweating blood, I should say. Uh, the CMAJ study also brought up vicarious menstruation. Do you remember that? Of course. Yeah, that oh, was, my gosh. That was from uh, Inbetweeny 032. So please have a listen if you'd like to learn a bit more about vicarious menstruation. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, other disorders, quote, in which bleeding might be the result of exacerbated sympathetic nervous system activation. Oh. End quote. So... Sweating blood could be a sign of a pre-existing condition that needs to be treated. Of course. All right. So if you're wondering how prevalent it is, uh, well, this in this case, the, the 21-year-old, this case caught the attention of medical historian Jacqueline Duffin. Oh. She was like, whoa, I need to deep dive this shit. She's never heard of it, wanted to know more. And Dr. Marissa, would you like to tell us what she found in recorded medical history? I would really love to. All right. According to... CBC News, quote, she found one case in the early 1600s of a 12-year-old Swiss boy with a high fever who sweated blood through his shirt. And then a case of a young Belgian condemned to death who was so distressed he sweated blood. Duffin says she was surprised to discover how many modern cases there were, at least 18 of them since 2000. Quote, a significant portion of all the actual cases I could find have emerged in recent decades, she said, but she can't explain why. End quote. I'm guessing because Mm -hmm. in the past, if that happened to someone, they were like, oh my God, this is some sort of scary religious sign. Right. Yeah. Or, um, oh my God, they have the plague or, oh my God. Oh my god! Oh this my god! This is scary. Let's yeah. not tell anyone. <laughs> right. um, exactly. They're we'll possessed. Stoned. Yeah, we'll be stoned. We'll be burned. Yeah, yeah we'll be gay. I don't know. <laughs> this is a bad sign. Shh! Don't tell yeah. any. Don't tell yeah. your friends. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I think, yeah, modern life is stressful, and we record everything. So, That's I'm sure true. this is on TikTok right now. Oh, someone's, someone's bleeding through the face on TikTok. You know, dancing. So <laughs> there's also there's also a shorter way of explaining this, but we still have um, anxiety that we had when we were running from giant, you know, creatures yeah. in the jungle or That's whatever true. back in the day. And now we get that from emails, and That's it's right. overblown. It's scary, yeah. and <laughs> we have to take low doses of Lexapro, and it's totally fine. That's where we are. That's where we are. The end. The no. end. <laughs> there's <Goodbye. more. laughs> End of podcast. Uh, there's more. Please stay tuned. After the break, we're going from fucked up to even more fucked up. What? Yeah. Stay tuned. Please do. Everybody, shush! William Shatner has something to say. Cat and Jethro, box of oddities. What do you do when the woman you love dies? Well, of course, you dig her up and you live with her. Aww. The show examines weird things. There are plenty of old photographs from this time period of children out in the streets playing in and among the dead horse carcasses. Oh, I miss those days. Things used to be so much simpler. Cat and Jethro. Then there's the urine wheel, which sounds like a really bad game show. They've done weird things. Wheel! 
and Jethro, Box of Oddities. That is really mysterious. Join Cat and Jethro Gilligan-Toth for the strange, the bizarre, the unexpected, as they lift the lid and cautiously peer inside the Box of Oddities. The Webby Award-winning Box of Oddities podcast from Airwave Media. There are really many reasons to listen to our podcast, Big Picture Science. It's kind of a challenge to summarize them all, Molly. Okay, here's a reason to listen to our show, Big Picture Science, because you love to be surprised by science news. We love to be surprised by science news. So, for instance, I learned on our own show that I had been driving around with precious metals in my truck before it was stolen. That was brought up in our show about precious metals and also rare metals, like most of the things in your catalytic converter. I was surprised to learn that we may begin naming heat waves like we do hurricanes. You know, prepare yourself for heat wave Lucifer. I don't think I can prepare myself for that. Look, we like surprising our listeners. We like surprising ourselves by reporting new developments in science and while asking the big picture questions about why they matter and how they will affect our lives today and in the future. Well, we can't affect lives in the past, right? Oh, I I guess that's a point. (laughs) So the podcast is called Big Picture Science, and you can hear it wherever you get your podcasts. We are the hosts. Seth is a scientist. I'm a science journalist, and we talk to people smarter than us. We hope you'll take a listen. Hey, everyone. Jill Chacha here from Well, That's Interesting, and I am absolutely thrilled to tell you about Spotify for Podcasters. I use it, I love it, and it all started by downloading the free Spotify for Podcasters app, which has all the tools you need in one place to record and edit your masterpiece of a podcast. Spotify for Podcasters also distributes your show to all major platforms. So when you hit publish, your episodes will stream not only on Spotify, but I'm talking about the Apples, the Googles, Stitcher, Good Pods, the other ones. <laughs> you get the idea. And you can monetize your podcast with no minimum listenership required. You could also set up monthly subscriptions and record ads just like this one. So what are you waiting for? Download Spotify for podcasters today and start changing the world. Oh, and please stay interesting. And we're back. We are so back. We're so back. And we're still in 2017. Oh, my God. (laughs) What? But we're moving on from Florence, Italy to, you guessed it, Hastings, Minnesota. I, I did guess that. That's so oh, really? crazy. That's insane. That's crazy. I guessed it. <laughs> I didn't guess it. Uh, we're in the home of a young couple, uh, Brittany Angerman, 27, and Dan Angerman, 31. Hmm. And they're doing what millions of parents across the country do every night. Uh, they give, Giving their newborn a bath. Aww. I know. So cute. So cute. Um, Unfortunately for this one family, bath time has become a troubling, confusing, and downright heartbreaking event. It seems as though when any tiny part of Ivy, the couple's little girl, was in contact with water for mere seconds, painful hives, blisters, and rashes would just show up. Oh my god. I know. No. I know. I'm sorry. Go on. Yeah. I know. It's rough. Um, The couple tried adjusting the water temperature, uh, using an endless, varying combination of soaps, but the result was the same. As Brittany explained explained it to People Magazine, Ivian was, quote, torturous pain, end quote. Dr. Marissa, I have a 
little photo of Ivy's little feet after stepping into a bath for a moment. And if you could just describe what you see, you know, for our listeners, uh, this sure. photo, this photo will uh, also be on our Instagram and Twitter. So please come on by, take a look. Definitely. Uh, what do you see in this little photo? No. Oh no. Oh, okay. So basically, yeah. I see two little feet attached to two little legs. And from, I would say, like, mid-calf mid down, these little legs are bright red. Yeah. It looks like a little sunburn. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Um, uh, With someone who wore capris. Like, yeah. it's, <laughs> it's painful to I look know. at. And it's like, it's not just red. It's like purplish red. It looks like... It looks Her like little it, feet are throbbing. Yeah, it looks like it hurts. Oh, yeah. they kind of look kind of puffy too, but that might just be because it's baby feet and yeah. baby feet are kind of puffy. They are. Aww. Um, well, exhausted and fed up, Brittany and Dan went to their pediatrician and after sharing their experience, an allergy test was performed. Okay. But an allergy test you may not be familiar with. Uh, Dr. Marissa, would you please kindly tell us the process for diagnosing uh, a quad... Aquagenic uticaria. Aquagenic uticaria. I would yeah. love to talk about this. Okay. According to rarediseases.info.nih.gov. <laughs> <laughs> Quote, during this test, a compress of 35 degrees Celsius or 95 degrees Fahrenheit is applied to the upper body for 30 minutes. The upper body is chosen as the preferred site for the test because other areas, such as the legs, are affected less commonly. It is important to tell the patient to not have any antihistamines for several days before the test. End quote. So they're going to test baby's upper body with a warm compress. There you go. Okay. Okay. Uh, This simple method revealed a difficult truth the parents knew deep down that little Ivy was allergic to water. God damn it. Yeah. That's horrible. Yeah. What the fuck do you do with that? I know. Aww. Uh, Quoting the same site, aquagenic uticaria is a rare condition in which uticaria or hives develop rapidly after the skin comes in contact with water, regardless of its temperature. Now, as a newborn, it was relatively easy to control Ivy's interaction with water. But as she grew into a toddler, things became increasingly complicated and stressful, to say the least. At a year and a half, when kids are crawling and falling all over the goddamn place, exploring the world around them, Ivy was strictly an indoor kid. Oh, no. She couldn't touch the Minnesota snow. That's Uh, right. Yeah, could only use the backyard on sunny days. And yet this, even when she could fumble around and be a sweaty little toddler, that sweat contains water. Stop it. That's right. Stop it. Yeah. Oh, she can't sweat. That's right. Oh, my heart. It's breaking right now. No. Sweating has the same effect as bath time. So even playtime causes tears. And you guessed it, tears containing water causes hives and no. a rash around her face. Yeah. No. Yeah. What do you do? Yeah. It's a fucking terrible cycle that is hard to break. Uh, As Brittany told People Magazine, quote, the more she cries, the worse the reaction is, she says. But she's too young to understand that. Oh, my God. Of course she is. Poor sweet little baby. So to compound a tough situation, 
The home the family rents was built in 1901. It's a rickety as fuck thing, and even with a traditional AC unit, it doesn't keep very cool. Uh, So with a growing kid and seasons changing, the family did what most families do with a health crisis in America. They resort to GoFundMe. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So in February 2018, the family went to the press explaining their situation and set a fundraising goal of $50,000 all in hopes to, quote, help them move into a new home that has a purified water system and central air that would limit the severity of Ivy's reactions, end quote. Okay, so purified water mm-hmm. would be easier for her to rinse off in. Yeah. And, okay. Yeah, yeah put a pin in that. Okay, I I had a feeling you would deep dive into that, and I'm very curious. Uh, And that quote was from People Magazine. Um, I'm happy to report within hours the family raised a little over $60,000. Amazing. And with the help of antihistamines, Ivy's allergic reactions can be somewhat controlled. Okay. Somewhat. Okay. Now, the running theory as to why this allergy happens, according to the Rare Diseases website, is that maybe certain substances in water enter the skin and trigger an immune response or the interaction between the water and a substance found on or in the skin creates a toxic material, which leads to hives. Okay. So it could be, it's a combination of your immune system and something in the water. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. Totally could be. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's rough. Uh, Either way, as Ivy grows and becomes, becomes more vocal, she told her family the hives are, quote, getting hotter. Oh, no. I know. And she no longer wants to go into the bathroom or backyard since those areas cause her pain. So she's... <gasps> There's all kinds of emotional trauma yeah. being attached to this. Totally. Yeah. Oh, I get it. I get it. I but at the same time, can you imagine being a parent in this? Yeah. I mean, it's it's one thing if it, it's already difficult when your child it has a disease or, or some sort of disability or is, is different in any way, shape or form. But oftentimes there are other parents of, of kids like yeah. this that you can connect with. Right. Something tells me she can't get on a message board and just ask for help yeah. or ask her for some sort of relief. Yeah. It's, it, it's super rough. This has to be so isolating. Yeah. This is horrible. Fucking terribly like, t- <clears throat> terrible. Terrible. Uh, yeah, it's a heartbreaking story with no clear or happy ending so far. Okay. Um, I don't have any updates on Ivy's condition to report, so perhaps it's the same. Um, hopefully well, they got that new home. Hopefully they're working on... A little bit more comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought the only way to end this on a high note is to watch a TikTok of an orangutan at the Dublin Zoo rescue a child's teddy bear that had fallen into the enclosure And watch what happens after, because it's pure comedy gold. I mean, I haven't even (laughs) seen this yet, and I already feel so much better. Yeah. So, Dr. Marissa, I'd love for you to watch, and please help narrate. Uh, The video also has some narration, so just fill in the blanks if you can. Amazing. Uh, If you at home want to watch along, please check out TikTok. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Pull it up and search at L-A-U-Z underscore seven. Or you could just search orangutan teddy bear Dublin vid- uh, Dublin video to, to watch. It's pretty goddamn. It's pretty great. Oh my I, I god! I don't want to give it away. I'm beyond thrilled. So, I'm so excited. All right. So let me pull this up and play it. Okay. All right. Hold on. Hold on. All right. All right. 
All right, I see the caption so far is, uh, today we went to the Dublin Zoo. Oh no, it's not playing. Wait. <laughs> Wait, we are, I don't care how many technical, technical difficulties, difficulties there are, we are gonna watch this, this goddamn TikTok. I need it. Here we go. Today we went to Dublin Zoo. Okay, okay. All right, I see an orangutan. In its, uh, While in its visiting area. orangutans, a child dropped their teddy into the water. Oh my god, okay, alright. So it's got like this string and it's going towards the water. Oh, I can see the teddy bear. The teddy bear is in the water. Yeah. The orangutan broke off some grass and tried to get the teddy. Oh my god, the orangutan has this long piece of grass and it's trying to lasso. It eventually got it out, and it looked like it gave it a kiss. Oh my god, it worked. It worked. It used the long piece of grass. Oh my god, it got it out of the water. Oh my god, it's crawling up. It's crawling. Okay, okay. Got the teddy. It's holding it. It's holding it. It's looking at it. Oh, it's giving it a little kiss. It's giving it a little face moment. You hear the kid crying? The kid is crying. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, it's climbing up a rope. When it began to climb up, everyone thought it was going to drop it back down to the child. It's climbing up this fake tree and it's climbing up and over on like a little pulley system. Yeah, this like series of ropes. It's getting closer to the humans. Like above them. Yeah, it's above <laughs> it's pretty, them. It's pretty great. The, the, it's got the toy in its mouth and it's crossing over this uh, pulley system to another tree. Yeah. But instead it ripped the teddy apart, dropping the fluff down onto the crying child. Okay, well that explains. <laughs> you know, this is amazing. Um, this is- this R.I.P. Teddy. That's amazing. So it-, it Today it, we- It destroyed the it teddy. It destroyed the teddy over the crying child. It was, there you go. That's the best ending <laughs> I could have ever hoped for. There was a clear ending that we were all looking for, and this was better. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it rained down the fluff. Ru ruin their dreams early, you know? <laughs> so Amazing. Please check it out at LAUZ underscore seven. Uh, thank you for sharing your Dublin Zoo story with us. And, and thank you for listening. Thank you. In between E053. Thank you so much. We love you guys. <laughs> Y'all are the best. Y'all are the best. Uh, thank you for subscribing, telling your friends about people who sweat blood and are allergic to water. And please, as always, stay interesting. Please do.